0: What's happening, y'all? This is the first official episode of Rhythms and Reflections. And if y'all listen to the introduction, then y'all would know that basically what we're finna go into is just some songs that I wrote or whatever. And just the meaning behind it or the story behind it. But anyhow, uh, for this first one, we're gonna go off of uh, my favorite song I think that I've made recently or so far has been, uh, Tacos de Asada, yes, Tacos de Asada, so check me out, one day I'm at work, you know what I'm saying, um, usually I'm just daydreaming majority of the time, so I'm either thinking about life or thinking about just ideas for songs or whatever while I'm listening to podcast or music or whatever, I'm thinking about that, but anyhow, um, I'm just doing some stuff at work, and I just keep on singing in my head. Beans with the rice and tacos de asada. If we ain't speaking game, then we ain't speaking nada. I'm like, yo, that's hard. That's real hard. But I'm like, I don't even have a beat for it. All I have is these lyrics, and or this little hook in my head. So I just keep singing the song over my head, and I'm like... All right, so like what would sound good for this song like instrument wise or something like that? I'm like, man, like if I could sample are by Vicente Fernandez, maybe it'd be maybe that'll be it, but I was messing with the sample or whatever, and it just didn't really I don't know, I just wasn't feeling it, but I went and I found this um this one. Sample, I can't remember if it was like trumpets or something But anyways, it was like some I forgot what the loop package was or It was like mariachi music I forgot what it was exactly But I do remember when I found it It just caught my ear And it was like the horns Or the trumpet or whatever you want to say Whatever it was, can't remember Right now Anyhow, I just remember Throwing it into Logic For those of you who aren't really, um, really prone to knowing about like recording music and stuff like that. And there's like Pro Tools, Logic, uh, Fruity Loops, and stuff like that. But anyhow, that's what I have. I have Logic, but I uploaded in the Serato, I think it was, or the regular sample deal on Logic. I think it was the regular sampling deal. And I'm just cutting up this the sample that I found and it's just really the trumpets and stuff. And um anyhow, I find it and I'm just making the beat for it or whatever. But the thing is, it was really based on the whole idea of like that, that hook I had come up with. So like it was kinda just going off of the vibe of that. But anyhow, that was just really how that the beat came about. Just it was really inspired by his, uh, Vicente Fernandez, just a mariachi type vibe. And then I just kind of try to aim f- towards that. I didn't, how would I say? I don't want to say that I didn't get there, but I got there. I don't know. Anyways, the song was made and it, to me, I already knew that it was going to be a pretty good song. Just the hook, you know what I'm saying? Who doesn't like beans and rice and tacos de asada? You know what I mean? But. Anyhow, so throughout the song, you know, I'm just talking about um like just I guess perspecti the perspective from my eyes like um I know there is one one line that I say for sure that is like uh San Marcos Covija so no niche for a So basically if you don't know what a San Marcos Covija is, it's pretty thick a pretty thick blanket. Um and I don't know Hopefully he don't uh, mind me telling the story, but the the part where I got that from, it was um my dad and I were speaking about just like back in the day type of thing, like you know just the the stuff you go through in life, and he had brought up that one time like they shut the gas off at the house, and um, he was just cold in the house. Well. I wasn't at the house because, you know, when I was younger, I'd be going back and forth from my mom's house to his house and stuff like that. But anyways, this probably a time when I wasn't, or this was a time when I wasn't there. But the gas had gotten shut off, and uh, he was cold, and that's how he stayed warm was using the San Marcos Covija because you know there was no gas. But those thick blankets really do keep you warm. You know what I'm saying? But no, that was a that was one of the lines that I had gotten. Off of that story, and um, I know it's just a quick line, and you may not catch on, but no, it was like on some deep stuff in my in my world. You know what I mean? And then I did bring up um, there was a deal I said about a uh I used to rock the Saint Christopher piece upon my necklace, and now I sleep with that nine just to stay protected. So, like the same, they say Saint Christopher keeps you safe, the saints and all that stuff. And then I just kind of, you know, just played it off of that. Like, that's protection when I really sleep with, like, protection. But anyhow, I don't know. That was a cool little, I thought that was a cool little line. But um, I remember we had went down south. Uh, I forgot what town it was. But the story went, and I could be chopping it up, but this is just from what I could recollect. That there was, like, this church down south in Texas. that a plane had crashed into it or something like that. I can't remember if like the plane hit another plane and it crashed or the plane just went down and it crashed in the church, but it was a big old church. And I can't remember if they bought it or they just gave it away or we bought it or they gave it away, but it was like a key of St. Christopher. And, uh, I used to always wear that key on my neck, on my necklace. And, um, you know, I always thought, oh, I'm protected because I got the St. Christopher key and stuff like that. But you know, as time went by, I just kind of just took the key off of my necklace. But it's just funny because when you're writing, you when you're writing music, it's like I don't know how to explain it. I feel like the people who do music could probably or like anything creative writing or anything like that. They they understand what I'm saying, but like it's sometimes it's like it just, you're harnessing these different, like, things just come to your mind, like, that you don't even really think about, but, like, as you're going with the motion of, like, writing and stuff, it's just like, oh, I remember this, I remember that, and then it's just, like, it's just crazy, it's, like, basically, you know, going down memory lane, and then you start you start remembering all these different things, and, um, it's just crazy, you know, just thinking back on it, but, um, yeah and then the second verse, if I'm not mistaken it was um okay, so the first verse I had put it like the like just like the overall stuff that like from a bird's eye view type of thing, you know, like basically, I kinda just wrote it to connect with uh hispanics, Latinos, or whatever you wanna say like just the stuff like the San Marcos Covija stuff like that because a lot of people don't know stuff about that, but you know my people do know what that is. And, um, anyways the the second verse was like because when I was when I was like fourteen I had gotten a job um, in the fields, hoeing cotton. And if you don't know what that is, so basically like you know they have rows where they grow cotton and the weeds come about and this is usually like summertime or whatever and people go in with a hoe a gardening hoe and what they call it a sadon and you go in there and just chop the weeds out from the root and you just gotta walk the field all day and you're just cutting weeds and cutting weeds and um, yeah that's basically what you're doing all day you know and you may think like oh it's easy work but after like the couple of hours it's like nah just saying it you know what i'm saying uh i but anyways when i was like 14 i had gotten a job doing that and um i remember my mom and dad used to always tell me stories or like my aunts and uncles my grandparents because this is like a generational type of thing you know what i'm saying you hear stories from your your elders about this stuff you know what i'm saying uh hoeing weeds and and planting onions. Well, that's what I heard. I've heard at least like planting onions and, um, hoeing cotton. But, um, yeah, that summer I was hoeing cotton and I was like, oh my God, dude, I can't believe these people used to do this every, every year. I remember my hands would be aching, my feet hurt, you're hot every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then when you're trying to take a break in the car, the car's hot as hell too. So it's just like you just kinda gotta deal with it, you know what I'm saying? Um But nah, no, at the time that job sucked, but it did teach me a lot, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I just remember hoeing and just thinking like, damn, like I can't believe that my family had to do this just to like make it by, you know what I'm saying? Like it makes you appreciate things. It makes you appreciate like that they put themselves in a position where this is optional. Like, I didn't do it because I had to do it. I did it because I wanted to do it. You know what I mean? Like, like, back then, they didn't even have that choice, you know? Like, they had to do it. Some people had to do it, you know? Some people had to go out in the fields and work because they had to bring money home to help the the house, you know? Um, but no, nah, man, that, it was... It was an experience, I should say. Um, I would say, I guess. Um, you know, I didn't know nothing about nothing at that time. So I started working in the fields with, like, some Air Maxes, and they were netted. And, um, yeah, and I don't know. I should have wore boots. So I didn't take the time to go and buy any boots, you know. It was just like, you want to come work? And I'm like, yeah, I'll go work. But um. It was my cousin, the one that I said was like a, was like a brother to me, uh, Marquitos. He's the one that got me hoeing as well. So he he took me out there and we're hoeing and stuff like that for that summer. But like going back to the shoes part because this is crazy. Um, I'm hoeing in my in my Air Maxes, and I guess each day like that loose dirt was getting into the toe box of the the Air Max, and it was netted. And like it would just get packed with dirt, so it looked like I had still toe shoes on, but it was just really dirt that was packed into the Air Maxes. And I was just walking every day, like with the with the dirt just coming packed on my toes. I'm like, yo, bro, I cannot do this. And there were some days I just wanted to say, you know what, dude, just go on without me. I don't want to do this no more. Like this is hard. Don't want to do it, but you know. You push through it and it it makes for good stories, I guess you'd say. But um I think though I don't know, there are after a while they just kinda those days just kinda seem to just seem like one long day. But this one time, let me tell you something. When you're out in the field, you gotta have toilet paper with you because you're not about to go drive back into town just to go use the restroom. You know what I'm saying? Like Take a leak out there, and that's one thing. But when you got to take a dump, that's a whole different animal. And listen, y'all, I, I kind of consider myself, you know, I would say if I was put in certain positions, um, I would be able to adapt. I feel like I'm good at adapting to things, right? But the whole taking a dump outside, I don't think I could really adapt to that. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes... Sometimes that's just too animalistic for me. You know what I mean? I'm not about to take a dump outside. But check me out. When you got to go, you got to go. So, (laughs) this one time, and probably the only time I ever had to use the restroom out there like that, I'm like, damn, I guess today's going to be the day I'm going to do this. And um, I had a camelback on my, or camelback backpack on. So, I was like, all right. I'm just going to find something that I can lean on, you know. I'm still young. I remember doing wall sits in PE. Like, I know I could keep a 90-degree angle, like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I could I can hold my own. And um I want to go look for a spot to go, you know, do what I had to do. Well, first I ran out of the car, got the toilet paper, you know what I'm saying? We're not that much of an animal, you know what I'm saying? We're not. I'm not that crazy but anyhow um i'm looking for a spot to go you know handle my business and this down the third and we're like right by these pivots and there's these water tanks by the pivots i'm like cool like i'm gonna i'm gonna use my backpack and i'm gonna lean on it i forgot what happened but i'm like no i can't use this backpack like i need to just make sure that my skin's touching the the tank because I'm fighting demons out here, you know what I'm saying? It's hot, there's flies, I'm out here handling business, and it's just not a situation, not an ideal situation you want to be in, you know what I'm saying? But anyhow, I'm handling my business, thinking I'm smooth, leaning on the tank, you know, I'm like, man, I outsmarted it. And um, do what I had to do, yada, yada, yada. Then I come back to the field and just get back to hoeing, but then a couple of hours goes by, and my back's just, well, not even hours, a couple of minutes go by, and my back's just itching so bad, I'm like, yo, what's going on, like, why is my back itching so bad, so I'm stopping what I'm doing, I'm grabbing the hoe, and I'm using the, the metal, the blade or the metal part on it to scratch my back, and I'm just itching and itching and itching away. And I'm like, yo, dude, like, something's not right. And I'm telling Marquitos, like, yo, what's going on? And then I remember I showed him my back, and he was like, well, where, "What? why would your back be itching? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I leaned my back on that tank right over there, and he started laughing. I'm like, dude, why the hell are you laughing? Like, this ain't even funny. I can't remember if I told him that. Or I was thinking that in my head, but... I know I was scratching my back. And you're just saying, like, yo, those tanks are made out of fiberglass. And if y'all have ever touched fiberglass, oh, my God, yo, know that, pfft, that it's, like, a burning pain or whatever, but it, like, really, really itches type of thing. Anyways, so I'm like, yo, I don't know what to do. So I'm like, maybe the fiberglass is in my shirt. So maybe I should take my shirt off And I was like yeah That'll probably be a good idea The arrow hit it from my sweat And then it'll cool me down And maybe it'll stop itching And um I was like alright this'll work So I'm just hoeing for hours and hours I think I finish out the day like that With no shirt on just hoeing in the fields Sun beating on my back Fiberglass in my back You know Just scratching it as we're going and after that, when we got home, I just, I went around to take a shower, got out the shower, and I was still itching. And I was like, yo, after a while, it was just hurting so much, like, it just, it became, it made me numb type of thing. Like, I was just like, whatever, dude. <laughs> but, um, yeah, basically, that day, I really got the shit in on the stick, you know what I'm saying? Um... I ended up with fiberglass in my back and a sunburn. Can couldn't get better than that, you know what I mean? But anyhow, uh back to the song. I'm sorry I got off track. Um the way I put that song, the second verse to tacos de asada was basically like just like the stuff that I would say like my people would have to go through, you know, like Hispanics, Latinos have to go through like um the home in the fields was really one of, like, you know, it brought, it brought that, atten- I, it brought me to attention, I guess you'd say, or it brought attention to me. I don't know how you'd say that, but basically I realized, like, yo, this work that my family did, it was it's hard work, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing, it's, it was nothing easy, you know what I'm saying? Like, and on top of that, at that time, they are probably getting paid way less than from what I was getting paid at the time, and, um, it just made you, it made me appreciate that, you know, like, just made me appreciate it more, and, um, when I was, like, a junior or something, I had gotten this job do help this, um, this lady around her house, like, cutting the yards, you know, like, some handyman type of thing, like, a yard keeper, uh, I don't even know what I classify that job as, but basically... I'd just be doing a little bit of everything, you know what I'm saying? And in the mornings when I'd get there, these two other women would get there and they'd speak Spanish and they would clean the house. And um, they'd clean the house, iron the clothes, wash the clothes, and I'd be outside doing, like, the yard work and stuff like that. And not to say, like, oh, that job, like, was really degrading and this, that, and the third, like, that job helped me pay for college and it helped me... Um, you know, pay my phone, help me do a lot of things at the time, you know what I mean? So I'm forever grateful for that opportunity and um, that job that I had. But it just felt like, you know, when you're young, maybe you just like, why? You know, like on some why me type of thing. But anyhow, um, I would just always think like, yo, is this like really all my people are good for? Like, are we only good to be mowing yards and, and washing and ironing clothes and stuff like that. And like it really made me think, you know what I'm saying? Like, could the could some people's world even continue without us being involved, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, I just was maybe too maybe thinking too hard about it, but I don't know. That was just some of the thoughts that ran through my head. But like I said, when you're writing and creating and stuff, things come to your mind that you kind of forgot about, you know, and that was one of them, like, I wasn't really thinking about that time of my life, but just how the song came about and the stuff I was saying, it just brought those emotions back up and just basically that right there, like, um, just those lines about, like, I forgot how I said it But basically Like there is more For my people You know what I'm saying Like My people Have more to offer The world Rather than just Picking up after Other people You know But All in all man Honestly um, I wouldn't take back None of those times You know what I'm saying Those times where I felt Less than Or the times that I just wanted to quit Or those times that I just didn't even know where life was headed. Like, those times really helped get me through times in the the future after that. You know, like, as you grow as a person and stuff like that, you go through things in your life. And obviously, you had gone through things previously, so you learn from those things. So when it happens again, you kind of know more or less how to go around that you're, go through it basically without breaking type of thing but I just I just think that that song in my mind I don't know that thing could have gone platinum you know what I'm saying it was just uh, it it's just beautiful you know and um, maybe maybe it could still blow up I don't know you know, um, if you make good music, I don't think it really has an age limit. You know, there's still t- songs that came out of twenty, thirty years ago that are still popping. So um, I don't know. Maybe tacos de asada will have a time in this lifetime where it's popping. You know, but what I will say is that I had seen, like you know, when you're on TikTok, you could see like. Or oh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you could see, like, the the song that they use and, like, other videos that are used for it. But um, honestly, subconsciously, or maybe just, like, a deep thought that I had at the time was, like, man, I hope people, like, use this song while they're making tacos. Like, that'd be so hard. And, uh, you know, as a song, kind of, as the months went by, when the song came out, I'd go check on TikTok every once in a while or Instagram or whatever. And I'd just be like, you know, I wonder what's going on. So I'd be scrolling and scrolling. And then I'd look up Tacos de Asada and the little sound deal. And then, like I had hoped for, at the time it was like one video, two videos, maybe three. And at the time, I was just like, yo, like they're literally doing what I really wanted to be done was people posting up. Making tacos de asada Because let me tell you something If you've never had tacos de asada It's so good dude So good It it depends where you get it from But more likely than not It's gonna be good And that's really what I wanted the. Uh, I really wanted the song to be for For like my people And to be used when someone's m- Making tacos de asada Because I feel like and the song complements the food or maybe the food complements the song. I don't really know. It just depends what side you're on. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, if you ever get the chance and if you haven't listened to that song, put that song on, vibe to it, cruise around to it, and depending where you're at, go hit up a taco truck, go ahead and get you uh, five tacos de asada. I don't know about the beans and rice because, you know, beans and rice are hit and miss depending where you're at. But tacos de that hit You get the lime The cilantro With the green chile I don't want to say Maybe it's chile verde I'm not too sure You know (laughs) I just say give me the green one You know what I mean And um, Give me the green chile But now, You know vibe of that song You choose some tacos with it And you'll be good You know what I'm saying But, um, I guess maybe I could have gone more in depth, but off the top of my head right now, that's it for Tacos Danzada. But what I will say is this, when I was creating all those songs, I did feel like my back was against the wall in my life because I just kind of felt like, yo, I need to make this and then put it out because, like, it's do or die type of situation. And, um yeah it was like a grip of songs this on this little run I was going on at the time. I can't remember if this was like two thousand twenty twenty one when I made that song, but there were some other songs that came out or like I wrote and stuff around that time period when Tacos the outside that came out. but you know that those stories will be told for a a different episode the next episode actually but um, I wanna say thank y'all for. Tuning in on this episode of Rhythms and Reflections. And um, if you've listened to Tacos de la Sala and loved it, thank you for taking the time out of listening to that and loving it. And if you haven't, maybe you should go check it out, go get you some tacos and live your best life. You know what I mean? <laughs> that being said, we're going to be out here. You know, it's time to go. But um, thank y'all once again for checking me out Checking the podcast out Checking the music out And um, that's all I got to say And I'll, I'll talk to y'all in the next episode You know what I mean? Peace out